It's the Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. But I'll take down your fishing pole and meet me at the fishing hole. We may not get a bite all day, but don't you rush away. This morning's Frenzy is brought to you by Marine General, Chalstrom's Archery and Bait and Tackle, Northwest Outlet, RJ Sport and Cycle, and the Fisherman's Corner. Now a fishing legend in his own mind, Rick Jordan. Good morning, and I've heard that intro a hundred times, and I just realized that clicking there was the drag. Wow. Are they telling me something? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. How about that? Very cool. We kicked the frenzy off on this chilly Friday with Russ Francisco. Good morning, Russ. Good morning. Burr, huh? If this was November, we'd say, hey, we're making ice. <laughs> yeah, we made made some ice overnight when we want well, to lose make it. make ice the next two, three days. It's just crazy. I uh, came across some statistics on purpose. <clears throat> we get snowfall if it's a quarter of an inch or more, it's measurable. Anything less than that is, <laughs> didn't happen. But uh, the average snowfall measuring a quarter of an inch or more was or the last snowfall was May twenty eighth in nineteen sixty five. That was the yeah. last measurable snowfall in Duluth that late. Well, yeah, I guess so. But I've been I've been camping in July when I got up in the morning and there was a crust of snow on everything. Yeah. You know, so you just never know. You just never know. I know a fourth of July up at Island Lake when we saw snow flurries. Oh yeah. Oh man. Hey. I was going to ask our people today, what, uh, think back, all the fishing trips you've been on, or what's the most exciting one, or the most fun that really sticks in your mind? Boy, you know, there's a bunch of them. Um, I think uh, there's two that, that come to mind, and maybe three, uh, is uh, I used to take a whole bunch of kids, and I was a lot younger, of course, um, and uh, we'd go out in Surgeon Lake, and I'd have my 16-foot crest liner and, yeah. and six, seven kids in the boat, and we'd go sun fishing. That was a ball. And uh, uh, people used to laugh at me because I'd be sitting in the middle of this boat with all these kids, <laughs> rods going everywhere and stuff. But that's really a stitch, and I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, of course, I, I, I've taken some nice trips with Mr. Murphy from the boat show to Mexico, yeah. and those have been good. Big fish, uh, saltwater fish, those have been good. Uh, Furtman and I used to go to... Uh, Oh, Laxul all the time, and that was a really good trip. There's a ton of them, but I think if I if I had to do anything, we said you get to go tomorrow. The weather's nice. What do you want to do? I take some kids out in the boat and, and go sun fishing. I really thought that was a stitch. I used to do that uh, every weekend if I could. Excellent thoughts. That's uh, where yeah. Camp Miller is too, isn't it? It is, and we used to have so much fun. I'd have my kids and my nieces and nephews and some of the kids at the campground on Sturgeon Lake, yeah. and we'd have a we'd have a ball. We just it's just a good time. That's a deep lake, I believe. It can be. It's 30, 37 feet. It's shallow, too. Oh, okay. a, lot of, a lot of, it's really clear water because it's spring-fed, so it was easy. It's a good, it's just a good lake to entertain on. It's, but uh, there are so many fish in that lake that uh, for sunfish and stuff, so for kids, it's really a ball. Years ago, you talked about Sturgeon Lake, and I said, i got to get down there. So my wife and I went there, and uh, it was a very pretty lake. Unfortunately, it was terribly windy that day, so we really didn't get to enjoy it like we should have. Yeah, it's just good, like a lot of a lot of bass fishing, good walleye fishing. But uh, mm-hmm. Al Linder did a story on that once, and Uh-oh. he said uh, you need to go at night uh, because it's a tough lake because it's so clear. Uh, and uh, and I've caught fish that are you know five six pounds, but but at one o'clock in the morning, I I, I read his article and and uh, and I. Uh, 
I went out and played, and, and there's some big fish, but it's so clear that it's so difficult. you got to get out there before it gets very bright. Usually when Al Linder writes a story about a lake, the next day it's cleaned out. <laughs> Well, yeah, but, it, but this is a tough lake to fish. And it, it's just—it's a tough lake uh, for walleyes, anyway. A lot of northerns, things like that. They speared it years ago, and they really hurt it badly. Oh. Uh, it had big northerns, and I used to take the kids out trolling, and they could all catch a northern between five and ten pounds uh, almost every time we went. Uh, and then they started spearing it for two or three years, and that's why there's a there's a minimum size on the lake now, and try and bring that northern population back. It's helped a lot. All the fish shrunk. All the sunfish got smaller. You know, we always talk about northerns being the, the mm-hmm. police of the lake, and, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. They took too many out, and, and then the lake got, everything got stunted. But it's, it's bouncing back pretty good now. Yeah, good that's, that, that's a tough theory to work out in your brain, but if you really consider it, um, it allows too many fish to be hatched, and they uh, they just get stunted on their own. They do, yeah. they do. So uh, these these uh, these northerns are, are good for the lake. So it's um, uh, they they are the police of the lake. So it's uh, it, it helps us uh, it helps us get bigger fish. So anyway, long and the short of it is yeah. that's my story. I I really like taking kids fishing. I still get a kick when kids come in and need life jackets. Little kids, I, I try and get down there and, and help them fit them and stuff because it's just a ball. Good for you. <laughs> Yeah. All right, you get some good deals at Marine General Supply? Yeah, all kinds of stuff. You want inflatable life vests, they're eighty nine ninety nine. You want new Prem waders, they're uh eighty nine ninety nine. Got felt soles and lug soles. Uh I've got um uh, the boys were putting some stuff up yesterday. Uh, uh, safety lights. If you if you are tired of buying flares and it's time to buy them and you want that SOS safety lights, Coast Guard yeah. approved, eighty nine ninety nine. So we, we we did as we we realized we had all this stuff that was eighty nine ninety nine. So we got it all piled up over the store and and people can come in and pick away at it. They're good deals. It's uh, it's, it's saving anywhere from ten to thirty dollars. So it's a good deal. And we'll keep doing it. We have lots of rods, reels, lures, things like that. We're in good shape. A little tough on some of the Humbird stuff right now, but uh, overall. Inventory levels are good. Hey, Russ, take Corey fishing. Yeah, I try to. <laughs> it's busy working. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. It's a good story. Bye-bye. My story will go like this. Father's Day, uh, 1992 or three. Pike Lake, right up there off of uh, Highway 53. Um, thought, hey, I've never been on that lake. In the summertime. So my wife and I go up there, and her dad had given me a little three-horse Johnson Seahorse um, motor. It's a little gas tank on the top, a couple of cups of gas in it. <clears throat> so I put it on the back of the boat. I had a 50-horse Mercury, too, Dave, so. I see, yeah. That's my reserve motor. Gotcha. So this little three-horse, pour the gas in, and vroom, it started. Mm. And I put a worm on and a spinner, and off I went. And we just went the weed line, just outside, in and out, all the way around. I caught other fish, crappies, sunfish, maybe a walleye. Uh, Northerns, no walleyes. So as we get over around, I went to the right from the landing. Got all the way around, right in front of Mr. Pellucci's dock, pier, (laughs) estate, whatever Mm -hmm. that is. Ran out of gas. Oh, and so the night crawler went just fluttering slowly down and down in the weeds. Yeah. So I thought, well, I've got more gas here. Why not fill her up? So I filled it up, started the engine, started to reel the thing in, and it was stuck in the weeds. Oh. Well, wait a minute. It's going sideways. Mm. Ten-pound walleye. Really? Good for you. 30 inches. <laughs> so I'm going to give it 10 pounds. An accidental catch. I took it. I uh, had it in the live well, went up to... Uh, 
Fisherman's Corner. Mm-hmm. Scott Van Valkenburg at the time did a weigh, and he said, that's a 10-pound fish. <laughs> so I went back to the landing, let the fish go. It's still there. My uh, fish story would also be an accidental catch. Tell me more. I was on Pickerel Lake in Wisconsin with my grandfather and great uncle. Cool. On a little fishing trip uh, and was reeling up after they, I think, had caught a couple of fish. I got nothing but was reeling up whatever it is I had on the end of the hook, and suddenly I got a fish. Turns out while I was reeling it up, I hooked the tail of this fish. (laughs) And there you go. So I think it was a northern pike. That had to be interesting. Hooked by the tail. That had to be a yeah. fight because he's uh, he's mad. <laughs> I imagine. Yeah, no bite. It just kind of caught him at the end. So Cool. All, All right. right. You caught a fish. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a break, see what Pat Kukul is up to. The beat goes on. The beat goes on. Drums keep pounding a rhythm to the brain. Yep. Pat Kukul joins us from Superior Shooter Supply. Top of the morning. Top of the morning to you, too, on this Easter weekend. Easter weekend. I was a little worried that today might be a holiday. There was one time I came to work on a Friday and the building was closed. Because the company celebrates the holidays on, you know, the day before or something. We had that happen a few years ago. (laughs) It's not funny, but it is. (laughs) Well, you own the company. You knew if there was a holiday or not. I know there's a holiday. Every day is a holiday here. You know, every day is. Well, let's celebrate. I I was asking our people, uh, what's a, a really cool event that you did while hunting or fishing or outside? Uh, well, I guess probably, you know, anytime you're outside is good. I, my my favorite spot in the universe is in my stand mm-hmm. at, at, on the home place. And, um, and I could just be there and not really see anything and be happy. But uh, it's just a wonderful spot. And, of course, we have, there's an albino deer walking yep. around. Every time he comes in, it's like a unicorn shows up. And that's, <laughs> that's definitely my happy place. It is for sure. Although I've certainly been fortunate to have many wonderful hunting opportunities. But that's my favorite right there. A it unicorn. Is. <laughs> you know, I, I, I somewhere saw a picture of three white deer together. There's, you know, there's quite a few. I guess this, you know, downstate there is, it's, it's, and some are pure albino, some yeah. aren't, but this one is pure, and he's, you know, he's been around a while, and he's, he's magnificent, and, and uh, it's just really, uh, really kind of cool. You know, I wonder, are there know. any laws against shooting that rascal? You can't. Oh, you can't shoot him. Why okay. would you shoot him if it was? But, yeah, you can't. And in and, Superior, sometimes you get white uh, squirrels, too. You do. I've seen them, yeah. What's going Wait, on? Well, you know, everybody sometimes be a hitch in the genetics, and that happens. But they're kind of cool, aren't they? Yes, they you know? are. Yeah. yeah, they really, really are. So we, yeah, that my where my nephew was downstate by there for some reason, and that happens because it's kind of in the genes. They have a, a multitude, I'm going to say, of them um, down where where he's at. But well, Rose or Winnicott down there. So, oh, yeah. but there's something striking about them. That's for sure, and 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 uh, my mother always said they were good luck. So that was a, no. Don't I'm shoot them then. Don't shoot. I'm them. waiting. Oh, well, I would never shoot them. 
Okay. Hey, some good deals from Superior Shooter Supply. We are excited because we finally got our safes in. We got the uh, Browning American-made safes, so they are higher end, and they're pretty, you know, they're like the 65 gun and the 49 gun, but we've been waiting a long time, so they finally hit the door. And I just want to mention, too, this has nothing to do with sales, but the uh, George Constance range is now open three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Saturday, 10 to 5. We're getting ammo in every day. We got a nice selection of 22 rim fires, and, and, uh, you know, we've got a lot of inventory, and we're more than happy to sell it to you. Oh, well, that's (laughs) nice of you. (laughs) And ask questions. When you're over there and you have any inkling of, hmm, I'm not sure about that, you got to ask questions. Right. Yes, because, uh, yeah, the, the staff here is phenomenal. Everybody has a specialty. If one person doesn't know what the next one does, so we we just, we don't have to come to buy. You can come to ask questions. We're happy with that. Do, we are. do you have a, quote, I'm going to put this in quotes, see him here. Uh, do you have a gunsmith in shop? We don't have a, we, we have someone who cleans guns, mounts, sculpts, and replaces parts, and sometimes can figure out other things. Yeah. Yeah, and he's uh, he's uh, very very uh, quick. In other words, ah. when you come in for a cleaning, he can probably get it done in a week instead of a month. So, yeah, we do. That sounds and, like a uh, Smith to me. Well, it's not because uh, truth, you know, we don't do any drilling or tapping or ah. stock finishing or that. So, yeah. But we're uh, you know we can take care. Well, we do ship out a lot of guns for people for repair too in certain areas or for warranty work too. So we we're happy to do that for you also. Well, it's also nice that somebody's there that says, mm, "This is over my head. We got to send this out." Yep, we don't lie. Don't. <laughs> Good. Good. If it's out of our what we we know, we will tell you the truth. All right. What are your hours? Nine to six Monday through Friday. Nine to five on Saturday, and we're on the corner of Ogden and Winter. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Happy Easter. We'll see you next week. You bet. Thanks. Pat Kukul, Superior Shooters Supply. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. Memphis information, long distance information. Ah, Give yeah. me Memphis, Tennessee. This is the instrumental version of that song with Lonnie Mack on the guitar. All right. John Charlstrom is a guitar player at Charlstrom's Bait Tackle Archery. Good morning, Johnny. Good morning. How you doing? Good. You're not a guitar player, are you? Uh, no. In in uh, in college, I I uh, I tried to play a bass for a little bit, but uh, oh. Yeah, the, the beer kept on getting in my way. Uh, I had a buddy whose little brother played the bass, and literally that thing was taller than the kid. <laughs> and uh, yeah. eventually, he grew up. The kid was six foot three, and everything was good. So, snowfall of a quarter of an inch or so is known as a measurable snowfall. And the yeah. last time, the last date we ever had at the Duluth International Airport Weather Bureau outfit up there, the last time we had a measurable snowfall, quarter inch, was May 28th, 1965. That's the latest ever. Oh, that's sad. 
Hope yeah. we don't break that record. Yeah, I think this will be the year. Uh, our, uh, our Duluth average last snowfall, the last time we get snow, um, you know, is April 28th. Over the last 25 years, on average, April 28th. So we're not done yet. Uh, no, 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 especially not this year. Oh, you can just see those patterns every week. Just keep on beating us down. And yeah, and I got a little note here on my weather thing that says we might get another one. Is it Tuesday, Dave? Tuesday? Yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Well, Johnny, you know, we've been talking about uh, fun events. We thought we'd put a little happiness in our icky weather forecast. You get, what sticks out in your mind of all the hunting and fishing events you've had? Something really cool. Uh, well, one of the one of the one of the the, the memorable events that I had uh, um, me and my cousin Rick uh, about. I must have already been 20 years ago when we we, we booked this a trip to to Cabo San Luis, Mexico, nice. and uh, because we we watched uh, we watched catching a bunch of marlins on one of them fishing shows, and we said, "Boy, we would like to go do that." And yeah. So we 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 booked a trip and got down there and and walked the docks in the morning and 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 found a found a. a uh, a little, a little Mexican guy with a that uh, he took us out and then, you know, sure enough, we ended up both of us on the same day ended up with a a couple of dandy marlins and it's like, oh, you know, you, you watch that stuff on TV and 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 yeah. when you finally get to do it, and that, that was a good time. And you don't think it's possible because it's on TV and it's fake. Yeah. Yeah, you, you just don't think you could get hook into a fish that big and 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 get it in and uh, and the and the, and the, the the way they fish them down here it's uh, all those some of those smaller boats you know it's like I've been on a lot bigger boats on Lake Superior we're going to the ocean on one of these little pangas <laughs> they're they're about, they're about eighteen feet long and they're oh. they're fairly fairly open and. Uh, now you you hook into one of those big fish. It's like you know you wonder how how you're going to be able to to muscle them in after they yeah. pull all the drag out and, and well, they, yeah, and the, he's going to pull the, the boat around. Yeah, and then and then and then it does, and the captain ends up chasing the fish down with the oh. with the boat as you're trying to to gain some line backs. How big and is after they after they school you about three times? Your arms are like rubber. Wow! What uh, what is big for you on that? Three feet? Um, uh, I those the the striped marlin we were getting. I, I think oh they they were probably about one hundred and eighty five pounders. Oh, jeez! You know, not like the not like the uh, the, the thousand pound uh, the big blues that they get, but uh, you know. Couple hundred pound fish on fairly light tackle. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, that's that's something that I'll never forget. That's yeah, pretty good stuff. What does that cost down there? Uh, um, you can you can rent like a, a, a like a more of a full size charter, yeah. and and you know, and have it cost about 
five six hundred dollars a person. But uh, if you're if you're feeling brave enough to to get in one of those little pangas, uh, about a hundred and fifty bucks for a half a day, hmm. which is cheaper than it is to go fishing out Lake Superior. Yeah, cheaper than Lake Winnie. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, in, uh, anybody fishing now, or have they said, oh, okay, that's it? Oh, we got people going out. Uh, this last week, we've we've had uh, quite a few guys going, uh, picking up crawlers and waxies, and they're finding some open water on Lake Superior, fishing from shore with the long rods, and getting into some loopers and steelhead and uh, a few cohos too. Mm. Sounds like the the two harbors area has been pretty decent. You know, some guys putting in the, some some of the smaller boats and, and and actually trolling out there. But I'm sure they have the last few days with the with the hurricane winds. But you'll you'll see the the next calm, nice day we have that gets in the 40s. There's going to be a, a hundred little boats out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure McQuaid is open. I can whenever I pass my boat that's in the garage, it looks at me and says, "Start me, start me, start." Me. Yeah. Wow, it's so great. My, I, I pulled my boat out from from the storage area, and it's a uh, it's it's sitting in front of the garage. Mm-hmm. I haven't cut the blue the blue top off of it yet. <laughs> Still have it wrapped for winter, and I figured I'm going to wait for the snow to stop. But as soon as this soon as we get a week without snow, then I'm going to cut that top off for the year. Well, it's not this coming week. It looks like we're going to get some more. Okay, enough of that. Tell me about archery. That's a very good thing to do at this time of year. It's been really busy in the afternoons. People have been, uh, been cooped up looking for something to do with the heat on. And, uh, and uh, definitely the... A lot, of, a lot of archers coming in and trying out the demo and some of uh, uh, Matthew's bows. And uh, uh, Jay sold a, a, a real nice crossbow to a guy just last night. So Good. There's enough business still coming in. We just got to make it to the fishing opener now. Yep. Yep. Won't be long. Won't be long. All right, Johnny, keep a tight line and uh, shoot that archery. Thank you very much. All right. Yeah, thanks, John. Interesting. Russ talked about his trips down to Cabo with uh, Mr. Murphy from the home show, and Johnny there, too. Dave Strandberg, you caught a what? Huh? I don't know. I think it was a, a, a northern, a northern, but it's caught him by the tail. By the tail. You hooked the tail. Yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about the teeth, then. No, no. Good going. My brother caught a northern pike. Uh, they. I never uh, cleaned them or touched them. Anyway, I just hand them off to Grandpa. Excellent. Yeah. You're learning back, young. Back in the day, yeah. Yeah. Well, now I do the same thing with my son and <laughs> take that crazy thing. My brother. He specialized in bullheads. They were never any fun to uh, clean. No. no. A guy named Strandberg fishing I bullheads? I don't know. Well, you catch one on occasion and might as well eat them. My brother, the story goes, uh, caught, he was out of bait with my dad and grandfather, and he mm-hmm. put an orange peel on the hook. <laughs> and, hey, hey, why not? That's like a lure. Yeah. We buy those lures for 20 bucks some places. And the fish get their daily equivalent of vitamin C. We better take a break. All now. right. <laughs> You're listening to The Fishing Frenzy with Rick Jordan. 
looking at me quizzically. Who dat? That'd be uh, one of Jerry's kids. Jerry Lee Lewis. Gary, <laughs> no, Gary Lewis and the Playboys. I watched a show the other day about Dean Martin. Yeah. He had a talented kid, too. Uh, it turned out he was an Air Force Reserve pilot. And, yeah, uh, Dino. He, Dino. Had a, he sang with a group one time. Too. Dino, Desi, Dino, and, Desi Billy. and Billy. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. and Dino splashed the plane into a mountain. Uh, I know. Mm. I've never done that. Um, we're going to go over to Superior <laughs> Northwest Outlet. Is Dave M- Miller. Good morning. I'm glad you've never done that. <laughs> That's last on my list of bucket list things to do, is slam a plane into the side of a mountain. Oh, man, yeah, that <laughs> changes things up really quick. Oh, man, that's not funny because there are people out there that lost relatives that way, so shame uh, on you yeah. people. Do yeah, you yeah, the uh, the creator of this station. Uh, yeah, the, Dalton LaMangerere. Is one of them, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was up in Alaska, wasn't it? No, it was like in Wyoming, if I remember right. Mm, okay. It was they were coming back from California and and uh, crashed and and he lived for a day or two and mm-hmm. then must have had uh, concussion kind of stuff and mm-hmm. and then uh, Dorothy um, survived. Uh, a rancher happened to see a glint up on the side of the mountain and they kind of were aware, I guess, that there might have been a plane crash somewhere around there and yeah. investigated and and she she was kind of like my other grandma as I was a kid oh, growing really? up. And, and her uh, her grandson was. They built the cabin out by our cabin, and uh, uh, great lady, I'll tell you, she was a phenomenal lady. Well, when I started here in '78, that was one of the first stories that Odin Ramsland told me about. How did I said How did it become K D A L? And there, yep. off he went. There you go. Yep. <laughs> hey, we're asking our folks to give us a good outdoor story, fishing, hunting, whatever. What What do you got up your sleeve that sticks out, other than your uh, arm? You know, I, 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 there are so many that it's kind of hard to tell. But I, I, I you know, the first one that kind of came to my mind was years ago. Um, well, let's see, the summer of uh, eighth grade, um, backpacking Isle Royal, and and it was hot and it was sticky and there was bugs. This was in June and up by a fire tower and kind of hoping that the cistern was going to have water in it. It didn't and. And so sitting there and, and looking down, and I can see a boat going by in that beautiful blue water down, way down on the shore of the island. And uh, I said to myself, you know, I think from now on I'm going to see this island by water. Mm-hmm. And and since then, it's it's been hundreds of times. It's been canoeing, kayaking, sailing, little little boats 18 foot lund and <laughs> and and a 22 foot sea dory and but met some absolutely incredible people up there not many of them left anymore but um it's just that, that then that island just became a part of my heart it's 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 hard to hard to not think about going back up there again and i just talked there i shouldn't say talk but text back and forth and the, the park officially opens the 15th of april yeah but uh, both ends of the island are uh, totally iced in. I guess the hollyhock went through up by Mott Island at the east end of the island and and just barely broke it open, and, and uh, it's frozen back up again. And uh, they're, they're not even sure when they're... And I'm sure the Keweenaw Waterway's got to be be iced up, too. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're, 
they're not quite sure when the actual island is going to be manned and, and opened by the Park Service right now, but it'll be uh, at least a week. My wife has got us uh, on the boat going over there. Well, I don't think we're oh. going to we're not going to stay on the island, but because everything's booked already. You know, yeah, that, that's the hard part. All of the lodging is, and there's just a couple of, uh, like, little bunkhouses that the Wendigo <laughs> end, and, and campgrounds, of course. And yeah. at the other end, it's kind of nice. They, they've got some housekeeping cabins and, and whatever if, if you don't, uh, if you're not into camping and stuff. So, but yeah, they all fill up really fast, yeah. really fast. Yeah, I mentioned that to her, and she looked at me and said, <clears throat> Camp? <laughs> Holiday Inn. <Cool. laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hey, some good deals at Northwest Outlet in Superior. Oh gosh, I'll tell you, we are we are ready for springtime. We got a few holdovers left from winter, so if you're cold and and whatever, come check that out. But but looking forward to spring and summertime, we've got a great looking selection of stuff going on. Whether it's the footwear, the hats, the gloves, the you know the well, not so much gloves in the summertime, but the socks. Um, the sandals, the the camping gear, the fishing gear, the the men's uh, Columbia North Face, all the Carhartt work clothing, Ariat work clothing. Um, Northwest Solid is just looking really good for springtime right now. Wow, that sounds you got me going. I just pulled out a pair of boots that I bought from you guys. I don't know eight ten years ago, and <laughs> I needed them. They've got tread on the bottom. They're waterproof and they're warm, and that's just what you need in mid April. <laughs> Oh gosh, yeah. It's you know, I, I've I've been up at Isle Royal the thirteenth yeah. of April one year and watched the whole ice pack from the Duluth end blow by while we were in Siskiyou Bay and really hoping that the wind wasn't gonna switch directions for a while. But it was cold, the fishing was terrible, it, <laughs> it was too too early. It was way too early, but but you never know until you get there and give it a try. So that's what we did. Yeah, I can't remember I know she told me when we we're going, but uh Boom. Disappears in the deep hole up there. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yep. your hours for Northwest Outlet? Okay, yeah. We are open uh, weekdays 9 until 6, Saturdays 9 to 5.30. We're closed on Sundays, but for this, you know, you got to check us out when we're open. we got good parking. Um, you know, it's time to start checking for ticks, believe it or not. And, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, you know the local word is is don't be feeding the birds right now with all this avian flu. So I, yep. I, yep, take it easy on that. But get the kids outside, have fun, and enjoy the weekend. Happy Easter, everybody! Thanks. Listen on your Echo device. Just say something like this. Alexa, play KDAL radio. The fishing frenzy with Rick Jordan. One get out of my mind. Puckett and the Union Gap. Uh, you got it. I remember. Gary Puckett is a Minnesota boy, you know. Didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Kirby's kid? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, Matt King is with us this morning at uh, Fisherman's Corner, or King's Outdoor Adventure. Hey, uh, I've been asking. Oh, first of all, good morning. Morning. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm excited. Uh, what uh, you know? We're trying to find some interesting things to talk about. You, what are some good adventures that you've had fishing, hunting, whatever in the outdoors? Oh boy! Um, I tell you, 
there's been, been a lot of them. Um, I guess some of the some of the best times. Uh, you know, I had one trip I remember that stands in my head was down to Lake Michigan, uh, trolling, mm. uh, and that was it. Was the fishing was probably the best fishing trip I've ever had on the Great Lakes. Mm. Um, we went out uh, at. Um, I think we didn't even go out till 11 in the morning because the fishing was so good. We just hit everything right. Um, and we were back to the dock by 8, and we had our 20 fish for the four of us, and we let go another, like, 10 to 12 fish. Um, and it, and when I say that, I'm talking a lot of, like, 18-pound kings, 20-pound kings, wow. you know, 10-pound kings. Uh, we got a steelhead. Uh, my cousin caught a steelhead on that. Uh, that was uh, 14 pounds, I believe it was. Um, it was just the fishing that that trip was just phenomenal. Um, just a blast. That was like back, I think it was 2010. Um, and that was a really fun trip. Um, you know, and those fish, you know, when you reel one of them in, um, you're you're tired when you get done with them. I mean, they 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 pull you around and they run and they jump and you know. I mean, it's it's a blast. So that was one that sticks out pretty good. And I you know some pretty good memories too. Uh, I used to go down to the lower peninsula of Lake Michigan there, uh, the Betsy River, with some friends from yeah. high school and fish steelhead. You know, uh, this time of the year, right? And uh, yep. those are some pretty fun, uh, memorable trips too. Um, you know, where we had some good good times and uh you know you're 17 years old uh we rented a house down there and Uh-oh. you know pile in the house and Uh-oh. uh no no it, it, was, <laughs> it was fun well i'm thinking when i was 17 apparently you're a good boy <laughs> well i don't know if i'd say that but we had a good time we didn't get in any trouble okay. um and but we did a lot of fishing and uh you know, had a lot of fun. So those are some good memories. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ones that stand out, yep. you know. Uh, they all add up. Absolutely. Now what I enjoy the most when I take these trips and do stuff is, uh, you know, I got two new uh, young labs again, you know, you and I talked a little bit about that. And yeah. I just enjoy, I enjoy watching those dogs and working with the dogs. Oh, I got, a la- I got a lab story. I hate to interrupt you. But I've yeah. just reminded uh, a friend of mine who saw it happen, I think, my lab, Saginagaw is his name, or Sag, um, yep. I was cleaning fish. I think we were at the hunting shack, and I'm cleaning fish, and I'm walking over and picking up a fish out of the bucket, bringing it over, skinning it and stuff. And I turned around, and he's in there, big guy, 110-pounder. He's in there grabbing a fish and bringing it to me. <laughs> so we got a picture of him holding this. It was pretty small walleye. It, like, master, I've brought you a fish. <laughs> hey, I tell you what, they're fun, aren't they? Ah, they're uh, incredible. Yeah, they they just become they be, they're part of your family, yep. and uh, they're a lot of fun, and they're fun to watch, and they they enjoy doing what they do. You yeah, know? they and, should live to be thirty years old instead of thirteen right, or whatever. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Ah, okay. So you got some good deals up at the store now that uh, we're really changing seasons. We're just weeks away from open water fish. Okay, we're we're getting closer to open water fishing. Absolutely, and uh, you know I got some uh, things. Uh, we got a few things going on here. Um, we're all set up for uh, springtime, and uh, we got uh, this week here 
I'm, I got Canon downriggers on sale, fifty dollars off on the uh, Mag Ten STXs. Nice. Um, uh, I got a whole bunch of gun sales going on, but what we're really uh, looking here is uh, the 23rd of April. We're going to run a one-year anniversary, so that's uh, one year uh, today is when I took over the store. Yeah, and so we're going to run a one-year anniversary sale uh, where we're going to have uh, it's going to be a huge day uh, that Saturday, the 23rd. Virtually everything in the store will be on sale, uh, other than, you know, there's a few items that I can't put on sale. But uh, we're going to do some prize drawings throughout the day. We're going to have uh, all kinds of stuff. I mean, watch for those uh, ads going out this week. Uh, we'll, the next week we'll be running. Uh, we'll let you know exactly what we're doing. But it's going to be a huge event. Um, we're gonna, like I said, the the sales are gonna be awesome. We're gonna give away a bunch of free prizes. I got some stuff that vendors gave me, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna give away some stuff, some drawings for people who uh, come up and purchase things. And I'll tell you what, the deals. Uh, I'll say this too: there'll be some deals on ammo even, and uh, that's kind of unheard of. Wow. But we're gonna we're gonna run a one year anniversary uh, sale here, and like I said, everything will be. Uh, Everything in the store virtually will be on sale, and we're going to wow. try to run a big event here and get get people thinking about uh, open water. I know that's hard right now because it seems like it's November and we should be deer hunting. <laughs> but we're gonna it'll be soon here. We'll get the open water and get everybody fishing. But it's still time, uh, you know, get your boat rigged up and uh, get your rods and all that stuff and get ready. And uh, we're gonna. We're going to give back a little bit to our customers here uh, on the 23rd, so watch uh, this week, yeah. uh, and we'll uh, we'll post some pretty good uh, what we're going to do. What are your puppies' names? I got uh, Duke yeah. is the, uh, a male chocolate lab, and uh, Daisy is a yellow uh, female. Yeah, you've heard the stories about chocolate labs? Um, I don't know. I've had four of them now. Okay. Are they all sane? Um, the first one I had was, was awesome. Yeah. Um, the middle two that I had were kind of, eh, so-so. Yeah. And this, the one I got now is awesome. Um, so they've, I've had, uh, both and the female I got right now too, she's really good too. Um, but, uh, yeah, the middle two I had, the one was, uh, he was really goofy and the other one was... <laughs> The other one was kind of goofball, but you know what? I always say labs are goofy in general. I think they are. They really like to have fun. <laughs> they do, and, yeah. and they, they, you know, they they'll run right into you too if you're not watching what's going on. You know, and they they have yeah. no uh, no pain. They don't feel pain, <laughs> <laughs> and they just uh, they go and they go, and uh, they they sure have fun. Uh, you know, right now the dogs have been watching the deer. You know, and they. Yeah. Uh, Boy, they love. They, they don't chase them all the way through the woods, but they're like, eh, get out of my yard, you know, and they'll run back there a little bit. Oh, they're predatory. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I love yeah, labs. Got to yeah. run. All right. All Thanks, right. Matt. Uh, happy you anniversary. Have, yeah, thank you. Have a good day. You're a year old now. Yeah, hey, folks, um, got a minute or so left here. Minnesota DNR has sent some stuff that's uh, kind of interesting. If you're just sitting around and you say, ah, I don't know how to fish. I can't camp. I can't even paddle. The Minnesota DNR has put together some very short little videos 
that can prove you can fish, you can hunt, you can mountain bike. Just tap into Minnesota DNR, and I suppose the key word might be something like, I can, Oh, and there you go. All right. You get a list of things that you can do. Strandberger? Yes. You and I are going fishing this summer. <laughs> All right. If you bait the hook and uh, ah? take the fish off, I'm I'll ready. I'll do that. I'll do that. I'll do that. <laughs> if you chop the ice uh, in July. Oh, yeah, right. That's a fine. whole other story. That's a wrap. Thank you. And again, happy Easter to everybody out there.